Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. You know, Mike, I am still so full from Thanksgiving dinner. But, you know, I'm here to drink beer. I'm here to talk about beer. So I'm low-key taking one for the team to put beer on top of my still full belly. How are you feeling? (laughs) Uh, Pretty good. I'm not that full. I mean, I think I ate plenty, but I think I've digested enough of it you know what i mean dude i i, I should know what yeah. you mean um <laughs> i just <laughs> oh, oh ray's been man. ray's been eating those leftovers oh like a boss champion like a boss champion so you know we talked about it you know in our last episode um what we do for Thanksgiving dinner and whatnot. You know, Thursday is like just me wifing the kiddo, but they've got the big friends giving on Saturday with like the two turkeys and just everybody bringing stuff over. So much yeah. stupid food. Like, no, it, the food wasn't stupid, but it was stupid how much food that we had. And piles. It's just, I don't stop drinking beer. <laughs> do I? No, I, I was just laughing. Oh. And then, you know, I'm pre-gaming a beer anyway, so it's like, why do I do this to myself? Uh, you know, it's it's a tough life, a tough gig. Somebody has to do it. Might as well be Big Ray and BA. That's right, man. So I'm, I'm, happy, my, I'm pre-gaming with a pretty interesting beer tonight. Um, yeah, well, yeah, actually, the, the beer I'm going to review is coming from False Idol. Out yeah. of North Richland Hills, Texas. It's a brewery you and I uh, have both visited before. Super cool right. little spot. And uh, but it's got this this word that's really hard to pronounce uh, if you're in the states. I've, I've heard it several different ways. Uh, I think most commonly people say Kivek, but I think it's pronounced Kivike. I've watched a couple of YouTube videos on this oh. to see if I've been saying it right or wrong. I don't know. Ka- I don't Kivike even know the YouTube East. video. I watched the last one. I've heard it pronounced Kivik and Kavike, yeah. Kavike, yeah. Uh, you know. So I'm drinking a, a Kavike IPA. It's called the No-No Square. All right. So it's uh, so far, it's it's very different for an IPA, but it, I'm I'm really digging it, man. Yeah. Um, Kavike is just and, and there, uh, there performs some, well at higher temperatures, right? And so you've got lager yeast, ale yeast, and then Kavike yeast is high temperatures. Got some different that's, flavors. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. but I, I like this. It's a it's a 
collective term for a family of uh, strains of brewing yeast. I think it's fairly common in Norwegian uh, farmhouse brewing. Sure. Um, so I, it's cool just to get a different variety, right? Like you said, yeah. there's the ale and the lager. And then this cool word, Kivek. It just sounds fun to say, Kivek. Kvike. Kvike. Either way, it's like, that's a fun word to say. I think you say Kvike once you score a touchdown in football. Kvike. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. Or maybe when you're like, on one, two, Kvike, three, four. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. Well. But, dude, not to just drone on and on about this beer. It's solid, but yeah. it's got the bitterness that I like, but there's no bite on the back end at all. This is a really smooth, hard-hitting bitter. But not biting on the back end? But no, not, not at all. So very, very cool take on an IPA. It's fairly high ABV, at 7.5%. So this beer is not messing around, but it's... uh. Yeah. It's this is nice, man. I like it's got the whole melon, Sabro, and Eldorado hops. So very, very nice hop variety there. I like the ring that Eldorado has. Eldorado, it yeah. rolls off the tongue. Eldorado, it does roll off the tongue. Colorado, Laredo. Maybe it's that Dio. Laredo, Eldorado. Colorado. El Dorado. Why don't you come to your senses? There you go. Anyway. Yeah. Man, I just felt like busting it out there, Mike. I guess so. Random. Ran- Bunch of rando over there. Randos. Hey, that's me. Rambo Rando. Oh, man, that's really good. Dude, I just yeah. that bitterness. Oh, I love the bitters, dude. It just hits me a certain kind of way, and I love it. I'm pretty proud of you. Oh, yeah. Why is that? You got a Star Wars shirt on. Oh, you know it, man. I just uh, finished watching Tales of the Jedi. It's those uh, animated shorts that just came out uh, maybe a month ago at this point. Right. How was I that? I really liked them, man. I, I hope they come out with more. Um, got a little bit of backstory to Count Dooku or, uh, you know, and then some Qui-Gon Jinn and some other stuff. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I hope we get more of it. Uh, I hope they do. It told, it told in in a matter of like a little over an hour, it told a lot of backstory to some stuff that was just really good. I enjoyed it a lot. So anyhow. Hey, nothing wrong with that, man. He's like, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan, but I'm not like super into the the Star Wars universe. Um, I yeah. enjoy the movies, um, but yeah, I like it. Yeah, but as long as I've known you, Mike, you've been like a Star Wars guy. Yeah, it's just Love like it, dude. a thing. Yeah, yeah. I guess I've always so liked I missed out on it in my the- childhood. I didn't see Star Wars until I was a grown adult. <sighs> That's so sad. I feel like I missed out in my childhood. There were like so many co- pop culture references that I just didn't get my whole childhood because I never got to see the movies. Yeah. I tell you what, I think um, I saw so Flight of the Navigator first and that got me interested and somebody said, oh, you should watch Star Wars and I watched Star Wars and I like that. You know what I mean? 
No, it make, makes sense. I remember Flight of the Navigator. Yeah. That was a great, great Disney movie from our youth. Yeah. Was that Disney? I believe it was. I, I may be wrong, but I, I believe it was a Disney no, movie. I mean, I, I, I just, I flat out don't know. So let's, let me, let me, uh, Flight of the Navigator, 1986 film. Uh, let me click on it real quick. Flight of the, oh, there it is. It's it, even just seeing it. Yeah, of, so I know. Googled it. Yeah. I'm looking at IMDb and I see the movie poster. Walt Disney is right on the top. Oh, there you go. Man, that's so cool. I kind of want to watch this with my daughter now, dude. I mean, she's nine, but I think yeah. uh, she would enjoy this, even though the graphics are going to be totally cheesy compared to what she's used to seeing. Yeah, it's still a fun time. Yeah, no, absolutely, mean. little retro throwback. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So I think I saw that first. Even though Star Wars came out uh, before that, um, I think I saw that first and then somebody recommended Star Wars. You know what I mean? Right. No, episodes four, five, and six were all out before 1986, right? I think I think you're right. The original so. three? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it was like 78, 81, 83, or 84, something like that. I think so. Man. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, Mike. Yeah. So we're here to have a couple of... Uh, <laughs> this is going to yeah, right. sound so bad, so bad, but I'm thinking, you know, what, what do we have after Thanksgiving, Mike? We have a bunch of leftovers. We have a lot of stuff that's just sitting around. It's still awesome. It's still amazing. But sometimes the leftovers are better than, you know, from when uh, they're fresh out of the oven. They've had a chance to sit and just flavors meld. And I feel like tonight is a, a, I'm making quotation marks in the air, but like leftovers, like stuff that is still awesome that you see that just is awesome. No, no, I'm saying awesome a lot. (laughs) I think uh, my thing was, you know, I I reached in and I was like, what beer do I want to have? And like, I've got it at this point. I think I told you this on the phone or whatnot. I just haven't bought beer in a while because I've got such a wide selection. I need to kind of whittle it down. No. Anyway, it's like, what beer do I, do I need to just, I just need to ha- grab a beer. And I grab this one. It's, uh, right. so anyway, you want me, you want me to introduce our beers? Yeah, do that. Do that. So, uh, tonight, uh, Ray and I are both having a beer, uh, each. So, two different beers. I will have the Oyster City. Tate's Hellas Lager. Um, Oyster City is in Apalachicola, Florida. It's a tongue. That's a mouthful. Apalachicola, Florida. Um, and Ray yep. is going to have a False Idol Ragnarok from False Idol Brewing in North Richland Hills, Texas. That's uh, kind of like the north side of Fort Worth uh, for folks that may not be from that area. So just kind of give you a little geography lesson if you will and uh i think it's good are you finished with your pregame beer over there dunsky oh dang dude you're like chug lug chug lug so hey, I'm a big right, old well, boy man I mean, it's in a pint oh, can, but it's still not a lot for me dude yeah well uh do you want to open your beer first you want me to i do man i'll do it so i'm gonna break into this new england ipa you ready for this mike 
That was pretty good. You ready for mine? Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. I think you won. Wow. False idol, bro. <laughs> yeah. Man. Coming in good. Oh. Dude, such a contrast from the Kivak. Wow. Kivike. That was so bitter. And then going to a New England IPA. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. Dude, this is hitting so hard in the best way possible. All right, so tell me, uh, tell me how you're feeling over there. What are you, what are you tasting? Well, this is really citrus forward. Yeah, like this is the, the IBUs are dialed way down on this. I mean, it's an East Coast, right? So it's going to be a little more chill. Uh, it's definitely still a little bit hoppy, but without the bitters. But man, so citrus forward, dude. Um, not just below a hazy. Okay. Because hazy's obviously are super citrus forward. And this is yeah. hitting almost, not quite there, but just underneath a, a solid hazy, man. Well, very good. Mm. Well, I've got the uh, Oyster, Oyster City, Oyster City, Tate's Hellas Lager. Um, and it, it's got a good clean uh zippy flavor to it so it's got some breadiness to it some lemon or lemongrass kind of flavors going on with it um you know it's got a little bit of maltiness to it not much um but it's got a nice zestiness with the carbonation like it's not overdone and uh you know it's 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 done, this is really done really well i like it it's very it's very clean tasting and uh has a good snap to it it's a really good lager it's it's not what i would expect uh as far as a traditional hellas but it's right. good i mean it's it's really good refreshing refreshing oh there you go like hellas that's one of my favorite traditional german style beers i mean especially in summertime i don't know what it is dude i enjoy a good hellas when it's warm outside Maybe I'm oh, ready yeah. for that, but I'm with you. It's it's refreshing, right? There's something yeah, for me. There's something about it. It's just like, mm. so it's you know it's it's they're supposed to be. So I remember, know, is, Go ahead. So I, I wish I could remember the name of the brewery I was at. I was in historic downtown Leesburg, Virginia. And uh, just there's one brewery in, right in, in downtown. I, I forget the name of the road. I want to say it's like Black Dog or Black Black something maybe, but they had a Hellas. And uh, I, I got it in a flight, and I went back inside. And I'm like, man, I want a pint of your Hellas. It was so good, and it was kind of hot outside. But I was sitting in the shade, like a little canopy area, and that helped, right? But I just remember sitting outside, just this downtown historic area, just enjoying my Hellas. It might have been Black Hoof, even. 
Um, so actually, I think that's it. So uh, anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but dude, it was just, it was so just effing good. It's just like it, you talking about it just brought back a cool memory for me. So thank you for that. Oh, no problem. What I, what I was saying is so like usually the, the Hellas beers are going to be a little, you know, are not going to have the spicy hops that are found in a Pilsner, so to speak. So they're just going to be a little bit more dialed back, if you will, uh, you know, brought back without the, so sometimes like this one's got a little bit of uh breadiness into it, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of sweetness, mm. um, on, you know, coming with that malt and that breadiness. So it's really good. Very good. Zer good. That sounds so good, Mike. Zer good. Zer so, good. Uh, I'm looking this up. I, I had to double check this, Mike, but in the Ragnarok, this uh, any IPA I'm drinking, the only hop variety they put in this is Strata. And as soon as I looked it up, I'm like, yup, you know what? That's that's right. And it makes so much sense. Um, are you familiar with the Strata hop variety, Mike? Uh, is I want to say that's got a berry flavor to it or a berry flavors come out of it. Is that correct? So I Strata, I mean, it's described quote unquote as passion fruit meets pot. Passion fruit meets pot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, the, I don't know. like marijuana. Um, yeah. but it's, it's marijuana's tropical fruit forward. <laughs> So, but this one, you get a lot of mango, passion fruit, melon, um, fresh berry. So this does have a lot of berry notes in it. So you, you hit the button on that. Um, but then yeah. it gets the citrusy notes from, uh, from grapefruit, if you will. Yeah. Um, but it has, a, you know, marijuana is danky. You smell it. It has a very dank aroma about it. Um, but it, it's, it's kind of that where, you know, I can't smell. So I'm going on two years with no smell. Thanks to yeah. COVID. But the flavor's there. It's got this light dankiness about it. But, man, it's just, right. like, so tropical, you know, just, just forward, fruity forward. You know, that's, I think that's me why it hits so much like a hazy, and it makes sense. Looked up the strata. I'm like, you know what? That That's it. Absolutely yeah. it. Yeah. So good. So, so good, Mike. Very, I don't like the dankiness so much. I know that's a lot of people love it. It's just not for me. It's also why I'm not. I, I don't. I don't enjoy the the smell of pot either. To be honest, just eh. No, totally eh. understandable, dude. Other people can do. You know what's they crazy want. is I've, I've, Oh sure. You know I've told you like I I feel in my nose and that's really been enhanced since I've lost my ability to smell. Um, and I know quite a few people in Oklahoma that that smoke. Uh, marijuana like traditional like smoke instead of using a vape or the gummies and when someone smokes a joint i can legit feel that like i know when it's present i can't smell it but it has a very distinct feel in my nostrils i mean when people smoke marijuana like, they do feel it out that's for sure <laughs> right you're not having to convince me of that no, I'm sure. I'm sure. But no, there's a very distinct, like even like smoke from a, a bonfire or something else, smoke has a very distinct feel about it. Even if I'm not near the smoke, I know when there's a fire somewhere close by, even if I can't see it, 
I can feel it. It's very weird. Yeah. But marijuana, huh. I mean, it has a very distinct feel in the air. Um, and, I, and I'm very sensitive to that now. Did I tell you about when I was in New Orleans? Um, so I get, I guess recreational marijuana is legal or, you know, not frowned upon. I don't know what the right, I don't know if it's legal, legal, but it's everywhere. Right. And I remember sure. we, you know, uh, walking around during the morning and the people sweeping the sidewalk or power washing sidewalks were all smoking joints everywhere you went all day long around New Orleans, people are smoking pot. And I, and I was just like, you know, this used to at night, the downtown area is kind of a hopping party, so to speak. But in the morning and during the day, it's kind of, there's still a lot of people, but it's got like that a little bit more relaxed atmosphere. Um, or when I say relax, yeah. I mean like, you know, there's not a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's pretty much people walk around eating breakfast, seeing the sights. And, uh, I think I told you this, like, I just felt like it's, it's now a marijuana destination city, uh, walking around at night, you know, used to have a ton of people that are had a, a beer or a hurricane in their hand. And, and now everybody's just a daiquiri. Yeah. Daiquiri. Now everybody's just smoking pot. You smoking still see pot. some hurricanes and daiquiris, but it's all just pot smoking. Well, like I haven't been to New Orleans in over 10 years. Like I've been there several times. Um, I'm sure it's a very different vibe now than when I was there last. I mean, so I'm obviously going to be a party city. I mean, it's New Orleans, dude. But yeah, you know, I, I like, I love the culture, the food, the people, the story, the history, all that. Um, but be, right. because of that, I just don't know if I'll go back. Uh, you know, there's a lot of other places to go see, obviously, but I just uh, sure. So I think I told you this. I just I felt like I couldn't get away from it, no matter where I went. Yeah, you know, and it's and if know, it's not your thing, that's a total turnoff, right? Right, and, and and I get that, right? Totally, because it it does have such a strong aroma, and it carries and it lingers. So if it doesn't speak to your nostrils and what you want to smell, it it's kind of a detractor, right? When I sound like a, I mean, I know I, as you as know, we're I talking about this, totally I sound that. like a big stick in the mud, but it it was it was so prevalent that it like took over other things like you you know you couldn't walk inside the a shop and come outside and just have you know breathe in you had to kind of like you know, you breathe in and hold it walk outside and get away from the entrance and onto the street and get away from it a little bit it was it's, anyway it's a different experience but oh, sure. i'm too old to go to new orleans like, anymore like, anyway just right like beer mike yeah it, it, you're not a stick in the mud it's just like beer doesn't speak to everybody just like wine doesn't speak to everybody so just like weed doesn't speak to everybody. It's not a bad thing. Right. It's just it doesn't speak to you, right? It's, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you a stick in the mud. Yeah. You're not the only person that feels like that. Yeah. There's seven-year-old guys in wheelchairs that are old school and kind of, wait. That's the opposite of what I'm getting at, Mike. I'm just saying it's not your thing, and it doesn't make you a stick in the mud. It just makes it not your thing. <laughs> so there's, you know what I mean? There's uh, nothing wrong with that. Don't Don't feel bad. Okay, so how about this beer? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was trying to be supportive, Mike, because all I'm saying, I was trying to be supportive. I appreciate that. I probably went overboard. My bad. No, I appreciate it. So I like my appreciate beer a lot, it. Mike. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> For just a New England IPA, like this is so good. 
Like I am living my best life literally right now. This is why I have a craft beer podcast. Uh, it's right. like, damn, dude, this is, is so good. This this is this uh, Hellas from Oyster City is a beer that I mean I'm almost done with it. Uh, it tastes it's so light and refreshing that it's just it goes down real easy, um, and you know it's got a little bit of sweetness, uh, maltiness, breadiness, lemoniness. I mean it's all very light, right? But it's very refreshing and it's going to go down so easy. Um, it'd be a good lawnmower beer. It'd be a good boat beer mm. sitting. Yep. Yeah. When you're sitting on the boat, waiting for the fish to bite, you know, you just got done mowing the lawn. Yeah. You're sitting on the back deck waiting for the burgers to fry, you know, or grill, whatever you call it. Oh yeah. Man, that sounds so yeah. I just Now, now I want to go fire up my Blackstone mic and just cook something. I don't yeah, even do care it. what I just, I'm not going to, it's 10 o'clock at night, but I want to really bad. Right. Hey, the other Thanks day we that. were swapping pictures about those ribs we both smoked at the same time. Oh, yes, sir. I was telling you, I mean, like, dude, uh, that so was a good day. It was a good, yeah, for, for all involved. Uh, anyway, I, I just had I had a lot of fun swapping pictures and hearing how you did your smoked your ribs and how I smoked mine and all that kind of stuff. It was good times. It Yay. was good. To, you know, I, I, I'll say this, Mike. Like, I saw your pit boss smoker. You know, I, you know, we talked about it for, for months. I mean, you, you've had yours for almost a year now. And uh, I just got mine two years ago. But I bought the same exact model you did. Uh-huh. Um, so I was low-key jealous when I saw yours. I'm like, dude, I've been wanting one of these for a while. And now Mike has one. And it's like, I got to have one, too. And then I got one. Uh. And dude, you picked a great you picked a great machine, and uh, I'm pretty, glad pretty that nifty, I uh, huh? followed in your footsteps. Oh, dude, I love it. Um, but it's kind of fun now because I didn't know you were smoking ribs. I just sent you a picture of mine. I'm like, hey, look what I'm doing today. And then you sent me a picture of yours. I'm like, oh, we're both smoking ribs at the same time in the same smoker. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. I uh, I think you have to be a dad and in your 40s to truly appreciate that. Because if you're in your twenties, you just don't you don't get it yet, right? Is that wrong to right. say? No, I mean I, we may get. I don't know. There may be people out there that get it. Um, I think that I think the key here is, um, you know, you got other responsibilities going on, so you, you know you got to kind of you can't just in your twenties. You can just go off and do stuff. You know, when you get your forties and you got a teenager and a, a tween at home or whatever they call them now, like I do, is you just you, you don't. You, you've got a, other responsibilities. You can't just run around. I say run around. That's not what I meant. Like you can't just take off and go visit somewhere or go spend the night out at a bar right. or not. You know, like um, sure. You got to smoke. You got to smoke meats. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm home. I need a toy to play with, and I may as well get food out of it. Right. Um, so no, I totally feel that, man. But I appreciate food way differently in my 40s than I did in my 20s, especially the, the process of making it and just what all goes into it. And then it's an excuse to drink beer. Yeah. He's like, well, I got to babysit this for six hours. Uh, I can't leave. May as well have a beverage. Right. Hmm. You know, it's not it's not a bad deal. 
not a bad gig at all. Hey, uh, um, no, so it it works out really good. I'm done with my beer, man. Oh, look at him go. Yeah. So uh, I know you're getting pretty close. You you okay if we kind of start to close this out and give us a rating and whatnot? I think so. We we can talk more offline, I guess, if we need to. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I don't want to make these people sit there and make me ram. Listen to me ramble. So, all right, I'll go first. Is that okay? Do it. Okay, absolutely, it is. Uh, I had the Oyster City, Tate's Hellas, um, and that's out of Apalachicola, Florida. You can find them at oystercity.beer on Facebook and Instagram at Oyster City Brewing Company. They are uh, located there in Apalachicola, Florida. Um, you can check them out at all those locations. So that's that's the the details. This Hellas was really good. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I thought it tasted just fine. And I'm going to pair it with the song 5 O'Clock Somewhere by Alan Jackson. Oh, What's there up? you go. Yeah. So, Mike, dude, I'm I'm really loving this beer. It's we're talking about so many things just in life that that make me feel good. You know, we both got to visit Fallside Brewing, and we got to and we hung out with our friend Tex Loves Beer. Remember that? Um, yeah. So we got to hang out with a beer influencer from Instagram. Uh, she's local to the area. And uh, she introduced us to a couple of folks that, that worked at False Idol. Um, so we we just had a great time, dude. And that, that makes me feel good on the inside. And then having this beer that just hits with flavors that I love. And it feels good to drink about. Or it feels good to drink and talk about. And just to bring up a memory. Uh, that's, dude, you it just feels good, man, and and I can yeah. appreciate that. Um, no doubt. So shout out to Tex Loves Beer. Look her up on Instagram. She's a super cool chick, man. She's a, a a good good friend at this point. She's even been a guest in our podcast. Um, you know what? Good person overall, man. So it's what's up? We, we should uh, we should have her back on. Uh, we should before we close out season four. Yeah. All right, I'll see if I can make this happen. Go ahead. All right. We should totally do that. I'd love to have her back on. Are you over there Googling and songs? She's genuinely good people, dude. But anyway, sorry, people. I need to, to give my beer a review here and uh, pick a song with it. So I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10, Mike. Um, this is just... Good, good score. Just it just feels good to drink, man. Flavor's amazing. Mouthfeel is amazing. Again, those citrusy notes, that the berry notes, the mango, light dinkiness in the flavor. And it's just on point, dude. This is just a really good feel-good beer, man. And a song that popped in my head is "Roller Coaster of Love." And uh, but I want the cover track. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I think this was an Ohio Players original, but I love the cover by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So that's what I'm going with. Okay. 
I remember, I, uh, oh, uh, their album Stadium Arcadium came out. Like it was just a summer. It was a good combination of the summer and the album that came out and everything like that. Oh, yeah. that it just all happened at once. Right, dude. That was a great yeah. album too, man. Yeah. And if if my memory serves me, that's been out like seventeen or eighteen years now. I think that was their first album they did after they all got out of rehab. Oh, I I, I have no idea. Yeah, you so could definitely still making Chili Peppers. Now. Oh, okay. Um, but definitely still their vibe, but you could tell they weren't tripping on heroin anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't smoking that marijuana. Right? Um, so still great, great album, dude. Yeah. I okay, definitely remember so that I'll, I'll wrap it up here real quick. Ray drank false idol Ragnarok. Woo woo. As he would say. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. Ray, so Ray had false idol Ragnarok, gave it an 8.5 out of 10, paired it with red hot chili peppers, roller coaster of love. I had the oyster city Tate. Hellas from Oyster City out of Apalachicola, Florida. Gave it an eight and paired it with Alan Jackson's Five O'Clock Somewhere. Those are both really good reviews uh, as far as numbers go. Another solid lineup. And Ray, these are beers you definitely have to try before you die. Um, so I'm pretty proud mm. of us for, you know, as you said, picking some leftover beers. Some beer, we're, we're full of leftovers. We're drinking a couple of rando beers. Out of our beer fridge, these are kind of the ones that we've either saved or you know gotten to just recently, and uh, two solid selections, which is awesome, just awesome. Uh, so thank you, dude. Thanks for uh, hanging out post Thanksgiving. Enjoyed it, and I'll let you take it out of here. Absolutely. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. You know, it's the holiday season. I know y'all are busy. And the fact that you took time to hang out with us says a lot. So thank you for being here. I hope you enjoyed your holiday. In fact, I'm sure you did. And I'm pretty convinced that you had at least one awesome beer to go with your Thanksgiving dinner or to hang out afterwards with your friends and family. And, you know, I think I'm mildly buzzing after having a couple of pints of stronger beers. I'm a little emotional. So you know what? It's good. I love you guys so much. I love you. Air hugs, internet hugs, podcast hugs. Y'all are the best. So if you're tuning in from Stitcher, Spotify, Google, Apple, just wherever you get your podcasts, thank you. I appreciate you. Please continue to tag us on Instagram with whatever beer you're drinking. It makes my day. It makes Mike's day. We love to see what y'all are having. And you know what? Please, please, please don't drink and drive, but do drink local. And we will see you all on the next episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. Adios.